You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 30, The Wellness Garden, with host Linda Borgie and guest Shauna Coronado. Well, hello everyone. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? Well, I have, in fact, landed in Silver Springs, Maryland. And this is my first podcast from Podcasting Central here on Janet Road. And I'm not quite sure if this is going to be the permanent location. We'll see how the recording sounds when it, when we're done. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Lots of great opportunities here. Uh, eight miles from the Capitol building. I feel like I've planted myself kind of in the center of the vortex. So today, um, I have I have a guest on today that's pretty pretty interesting. Um, I had seen her in my Facebook news feed, and I really liked the post that she had been posting. So I contacted her via Facebook Messenger and asked her if she would come on uh, the Farmyard Podcast, and she agreed. I had never heard about her before I contacted her. And then it seemed like instantaneously, immediately after we had that uh, agreement, I saw her name everywhere, and she's got quite the story to tell. Not only does she have quite the story, but she is the author of six books, and all authors I am very envious of. I, I have a hard time writing six words, let alone six books. And her latest book, entitled The Wellness Garden, just came out in November. So it's brand new, and this is really pretty synchronistic. And I'd like to bring her on. Sean, are you there? I am here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Shauna Coronado. Coronado, correct? Coronado, you got it. Well, tell us about yourself, my dear. We had a little bit of a pre-interview and really fascinating woman. Tell, tell our listeners all about you, honey. So I am a wellness and garden author gone crazy. I started out with exclusively gardening uh, about 10 years ago. And uh, we also talked about age. And the truth is, is I started out late as a writer. I was in my late 30s when I, I first jumped into this. And it's turned out to be wonderful for me. Uh, I, again, focused on gardening way back when. And then over time, uh, it's moved to wellness. And I'll tell you why. Uh, just recently in 2015, uh, I had planted my front lawn vegetable garden, which we can talk about a little bit later. And I planted 3000 vegetables in. And at the end of that, I was incredibly sore, not normal sore. Like I was so ill with pain that I couldn't move. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. And, uh, I, I was devastated and I didn't know what was going on. So I went to a local doctor who was a, uh, sports physician thinking that it was muscle and that this, this, uh, guy would be able to help me. And when I went to see him, he diagnosed me with severe degenerative osteoarthritis of the spine, told me it was incurable, and then said the only 
thing that I could do was to go on pain therapy. And if you know what pain therapy is, that's opioids. He wanted to put me on opioids. And when I said I didn't want to do that, he's like, no, no, that's your only choice. And I argued with him in the office. He sent me then, he said, well, we'll try physical therapy. But what I'm telling you is it doesn't work most of the time. Um, You'll be back to me for pain therapy. Well, I had been writing books and gardening, and I'd had this career that was really centered on me being very physical. So I went home sobbing and thinking I had no future. And the one thing he told me that was very important in his opinion was I needed to start walking. So every day I started walking one hour and I was at the track walking. I could take a thousand steps in an hour. Right now I'm at about 6,000 steps in an hour. And while I was walking, I was crying. And I remembered that his key words were, you need to get the inflammation down. And that years ago, I had gone to a nutritionist who said, every person in the world should be on an anti-inflammatory diet. Because inflammation causes diabetes, asthma, the list is heart disease, the list is very long. And so... I called that nutritionist from the track crying and she said to me, I'm canceling all my appointments. You come in right now and I'm going to change your life forever. All right. Now this is the preface of the wellness garden because when I went in, she said, I'm going to put you on a diet that's no grain, no dairy, no sugar. And I said, no way. And she's like, no, no, listen to me. 30 days, I want you to be on this elimination diet, and then we can gradually reintroduce things. But the goal is, I want you to consume more fresh vegetables, more good food for you, and we're going to find out at this end of this 30 days what's going to happen. So I went home, and I sent her the most horrible email telling her how wrong she was, telling her this would never work, saying I hate her, and this is awful. That's exactly what I did. Then. She, I, I was blown away. Four days later, my pain was about 40% less because four days, my friends, only four days. And then within 30 days, not only had my pain reduced even more, but I had been on high blood pressure meds for 20 years. My high blood pressure went back to normal. Wow. That's something else. It is. And indeed, it changed my life to go on this no grain, no dairy, no sugar diet. And my goal then became, how do I walk every day, have this new lifestyle, eat fresh vegetables that are organic and have less chemicals in them? And I realized that the average person finds it very difficult to afford organic eating, right? And that there are key ways that we can do it to reduce the the amount of money that we spend, and that it's all a part of a lifestyle, that growing, eating, and walking, it's your way to better health, food is the cure, and how do I find and give that advice for to other people? And so the Wellness Garden is based on all of that combined. It really speaks to 
exercising outdoors in green spaces. So when you're walking or you're running or you're swimming or you're whatever you're doing, that you're spending more time out in nature. Uh, But it's also nutrition and diet. So the first part of the book is really about how do you grow the wellness diet and lifestyle, Uh, growing your own fresh vegetables, but what specific vegetables have stronger nutrition and vitamins in it? And so I have charts for beans, for vegetables, for fruits, so people can go and look it up. Let's say that they're having eye troubles and they want more vitamin A in their diet. Here's where a list that will help you find that. So then it became about incorporating exercise outdoors, yoga and walking and uh, having that experience and then therapeutic gardening. How do you plant a garden or design a garden that will help you reduce depression, will help you uh, reduce your chronic pain, uh, might enhance your life somehow? And so that's what the book is all about. And it is a, a diversion from my previous books, for, which were more centered on just pure organic gardening and how you do it. This is moving into wellness. And indeed, my 2018, I have set a goal that this is going to be the year of wellness on my blog, on my social media. Right now, I have about a half million followers on all my social media. I have a YouTube channel, and all of those videos and the message and everything about it is going to be helping people. I want to help people feel better every day. And I think it starts with a garden and with goodness in your heart. It, it does. It, in fact, does. You know, what's interesting is uh, over the years, people have noted that it's hard work. And I got to tell you, I've never really felt it being hard work because of the joy that it brought to my day, to my hour, to my month, to my, my life. Yeah, to your life. To my life, because, I mean, it, it, it yet, now, I've been growing for a long time. I mean, I've been, um, I've been growing since my mid-30s, and I'm in my early 60s now, approaching 63. But I am yet to not be awestruck when that first pea shoot seed pops out of that soil. Yeah. Or that sunflower or the carrot, so thin, so tiny. You know, I, I believe we've lost that that connection because really the earth beneath our feet, without that we're dead in the water. I mean, thank God for that six-inch layer of topsoil and the fact that it rains. Yeah, agreed. Without it, where would we be? I don't, well, we, we couldn't eat. And that really is the, the fruit of the matter. And when we... And, and not only that, now it's been scientifically proven that there's ionization that comes off of the earth. So when we are out there, especially barefooted, we are getting that that energy frequency, and yet we've cut that off ever since we put rubber on the bottom of our shoes. So that's why people feel so really good when they get out there. But I think the view is changing now. 
the view is changing. Um, you know, I, I've mentioned this on on previous podcasts. I have I have a 36 year old and a 32 year old, and the 36 year old is a professional. She's a director, and uh, her her husband's a professional as well. They've never touched the soil. That was not my daughter's deal. And in January, her husband came into the kitchen holding a bunch of organic kale, and he said to her, "We could grow this." knocked my socks off. I ran up there in April and put in a garden. And at the end of the season, my daughter said, you know, Ma, I think we're going to make it a little bit bigger next year. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, it's, it's moving that, you know, it's moving in the right direction, but I really would love for you to tell the, uh, the listeners about your experience with your front yard garden and your backyard garden in that, the easement space. Yes. So um, I planted this front lawn vegetable garden and now it's been, you know, it's been a part of my life for like eight years. And with the, by the way, with the the osteoarthritis diagnosis, I've started elevating all those beds. So what used to be only in ground, I've now really lifted up and I put in uh, like waist high elevated beds and living walls. And one of the books I wrote was Grow a Living Wall. So I really have a lot of experience with soil preparation for that level of thing. So the front lawn and those elevated beds, I've never received kickback about. My city supported it and they were great. But there was an area behind my fence, behind my property, which, by the way, I thought was easement property, but it turns out it was right-of-way property. And there is a very distinct difference for cities. Right-of-way property is owned by the city, uh, the area that's farthest out most typically. And easement is a usually 12 to 15-foot area that's just at the back of your yard. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, right-of-way property I planted up thinking it was easement, and uh, then the city came along and fined me for planting there, and it was a beautiful garden that I put out. And so I called that the garden tax, and if you go to my website, shaunacoronado.com, you can look up the keyword, you know, keywords garden tax, or you can look up easement and you can then see some of the posts that I put out back then. This is many years ago that really focused on why is it, it when we live in a community where uh, I have a, a community where there's a lot of people that don't speak English here. OK, so they find it difficult to grocery shop. I respect that a lot. Uh, we're not talking about the difference in the English versus Spanish versus whatever language here. Right. Just saying that this is an issue and that some of these people are impoverished. And so they're told they can't grow. They have little tiny yards or no yards at all. And then they're told they can't grow on the Eastman property. How are they feeding themselves? Whether they speak English or not, they are a part of our community and they deserve the privilege of eating. And so, my God, you know, why aren't we using easement property and growing vegetables and food that we can consume versus the horrible, ugly grass that does nothing for us and the city forces us to mow it? I mean, seriously, we need we need a better mindset about this from a, a political and leadership standpoint. And so I made a fuss about it. And WGN News came out and covered the story, which was essentially 
me saying that this is a garden tax, the city saying you will pay it. And the WGN News reported that it, it, they didn't report left or right. They really left it to the the end viewer to determine, is this something that you support or you don't? And the funny story about that is that uh, television show, that television news broadcast, was broadcast at the 10 o'clock news. It's now out on YouTube, so you can search me, my name, and WGN and find it. And uh, it was nominated for an Emmy. It did not win the Emmy, but it was nominated. Unbelievable. You are something else, Chica Beans. What a story. And so, though, the point being is that I was very passionate about people should be able to grow. Now, the if you, if you do any research on my front lawn veggie garden, it is beautiful. It is a gorgeous front lawn. It is not a messy, uh, traditional road garden. It is done in a way that's appealing. I weed it. I don't let weeds grow. I don't like, you know, I'm very conscious that this is in an area where the rest of the world is going to see it. So I make sure that as the gardener, I take care of it. I tend it. I weed it. It is presentable. Well, you love it. You love it. I do, but it's also about what do I want my neighbors to be upset with me because I have this messy, ugly, well, you know, no, of course thing. not. No, uh, this is something that is livable for my neighbors. And in fact, I went to my neighbor. I didn't go to the city properly, but I did go to my neighbors and say, you know, do you approve of me planting a front lawn vegetable garden? And, and most of them were like, are you bringing me cucumbers? If right, you are, really right. can't. Yeah, you do you, you do you, and we're all good with it. And that's that's exactly what happened. So uh, I've now been working because of the osteoarthritis to convert that front lawn veggie garden because it was exclusively vegetable into a native plant garden, and then to move those vegetables up into the elevated beds that I have. Mm. And it's been quite successful so far. So uh, that will continue. Uh, but I just want people, you know. Uh, no matter the book that I write or, you know, I, I, I do a lot of television. I do media all over the world. I'm very honored to have uh, a wonderful job where I get to do these fun things. But the overall message that I have for everyone every day is you can make your life better. You can feel better. And it's about doing good in the world and helping people to achieve those goals, to inspire them to do it. And that's, that's what I'm all about. And that everyone is just one seed away from that, from all of that, really. Uh, that is the purpose of Farmyard, to give people connections to authors like Shwana, you know, so that you've got great information to be successful from the get-go. Because let's face it, right, if you go out there, you go out there and you do everything that you think you're supposed to do and you have no skill sets before, right? And and you fail. What are your chances to go back out and try again? Probably nil to none. So that is the purpose of... Uh, of having uh, having this information move far and wide. So we're both on the same page with that, my dear, most definitely. So what does uh, 2018 bring you? 
In 2018, uh, like I said earlier, I'm renewing this focus for health and wellness, uh, mm -hmm. which in some ways takes me a step away from gardening. Uh, mm -hmm. It's less about gardening and more about consumption of food. So I'll always be talking about gardening, of course, because that's a part of it. But I want on my website, for instance, for the blogs to have more recipes for anti-inflammatory foods. I want more health tips tips, more wellness approaches. And certainly for the message, when I'm on stage at the Mother Earth News Fairs and uh, at the, the various speaking gigs I do around the nation, that all of the time I'm talking about that extra level up, which is wellness. And how do I get people well? Well, I think that is just um, phenomenal. We're all, we're all headed in the right direction because we are what we eat. And we are what the animals are eating. That is what we're eating, you know. Uh, so it's it's such for me. I've seen such a uh, transformation over the last thirty years. The shrinking of seed catalogs. You know, ninety-two percent of all our our uh, vegetable and fruit varieties have vanished. Uh, everyone should watch the documentary Seed, the Untold Story. Now, oh, now, this is not doom and gloom. This is not doom and gloom by no means because this is an opportunity for us to take the, you know, to take the reins and to 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 go out with it. Every community should have a seed library. In the fall, people should be gathering their seeds, putting them in envelopes, bringing them places. That's the way we are rewriting the new story. We're coming out of the old story, and this is the new story. And I have to tell you, I'm so glad for Facebook, my dear, that I saw you going down that news feed. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And my goal is, how do I reduce people's chronic pain? You know, And it's through growing, through fresh food, and through living uh, a healthier lifestyle. Most definitely. And if they don't know about high fructose corn syrup, how can they avoid, you know, how are they going to know to avoid it? So it's about giving them the information and, and letting them make their own choices. Absolutely. Well, my dear, thank you so much for this, um, for this interview. So, so remind everyone the name of the book and where they can get it. Okay. The Wellness Garden is the title of the book. You can, of course, get it on Amazon, but you can get it everywhere else too. Barnes and Noble and all of the major booksellers. So please go out and check it out and come to my website. It's shaunacoronado.com. And I am thrilled to help you and answer questions and to see if I can inspire the readers and your viewers. And you know, Shauna, any links that you would like to go into the show notes, just shoot them over uh, Shoot them over to me and I'll make sure that they get in. Oh, lovely. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. No problem, sweetheart. Well, thank you again. Thank you, everyone. I want to thank all our listeners. And most of all, I want to thank our Patreon supporters. Without your pledges, where would we be? Honest to goodness gracious. And I'm sitting here in Podcasting Central. Uh broadcasting from Silver Springs, Maryland. Thank you so much, everyone. I will once again catch you on the flip side. And until then, go farm your yard biodynamically.
Next on the Farmyard Podcast, a clean slate. Let's get growing with host Linda Borgie. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in and a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farmyard, all one word, on patreon.com.